Podcast Answer Man, episode number 222. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first show. There's something we can all do to take our shows to the next level. Well, my friends, one of the things that I knew would potentially happen if I took Podcast Answer Man off of the live show schedule and scheduled it for more Monday morning uh, recording and Thursday morning release time, I, I suspected that there was a, a very high potential uh, percentage of potential uh, that I would put it off you know off from monday to tuesday to tuesday to wednesday and then end up maybe recording it on thursday and of course uh that didn't even happen last week last week it not only did it get put off but i didn't even make time unfortunately to record podcast answer man last week and so for those of you who are wondering all the emails and direct messages and all the other wonderful things uh that you've been sending no there's no problem with your rss feed uh, there was not an episode last week. And so I apologize to each and every one of you uh, for for missing the schedule last week. And, you know, by the time I got around to Tuesday of this week, I figured, you know what, I'm just going to, uh, I'll just record one this week and get it out on Thursday. And of course, here I am now Thursday recording this live in front of a internet audience again. Now, no, it, th- by the way, Podcast Answer Man is not yet going back on the live show schedule. Uh, there are some very good reasons why I t- took it off the live so- show schedule, but this week I'm recording this at the time I would nor- normally be recording Social Media Serenity, but my co-host for that show is not here, and I figured, you know, I have this open spot. I do need to record Podcast Answer Man. I'm just going to go ahead and put it in today. Life has been busy, and and sometimes life can get in the way, and of course, uh, podcasting is a major part of my life, and, and I hate it when I miss an episode of Podcast Answer Man. Don't do it very often. But I did this past week and uh, not feeling good about it. But uh, hopefully it'll be uh, few and far between that I miss these. So here I am. I do want to let you know I have some great content, I believe, for this episode. Uh, The very first thing I want to tell you about is something that has radically changed my life, not only as a podcaster, but as a podcast consultant. And I cannot believe I did not know about this prior to this. And I have one of my podcasting A to Z students to thank for this. So here it is. I'm supposed to be the teacher. I'm supposed to be the guy who knows it all. No, I've never said I'm the know-it-all guy. This is not the podcast, you know, I have all the answer to your questions guy or man. I am the podcast. I'm going to help find some answers to the questions you have, man, because, you know, that's what we're in this together, right? So anyway, I have this podcasting A to Z course where I'm teaching, you know, a group of 20 people how to podcast and I've, I've had this one issue that has plagued me from the beginning of time, from the dawn of podcasting, and it is bringing in audio from a computer into your mixing board. Now, this is a hit or miss problem, and, and what I'm talking about is a little bit of a, a hum or a hiss or a, 
you know, kind of a buzzing sound that comes from hooking up your, your you know, one-eighth inch, uh, your cable where it has one-eighth inch port on, the, on one end, a stereo one-eighth inch plug. You plug that into your speakers or headphones jack. And then on the other end of that, you bring it into one of the line ends on your, uh, on your mixing board. And that's how I bring in, you know, audio clips like this. Entertaining. You know, that, that's all coming live in my recording here. I'm not doing that in post-production. That all happens live. And, it's, and, and I prefer to do that because then I don't have to do a ton of post-production trying to add audio clips here and there. So the thing is, though, is that occasionally I run into issues where I get a buzz or a hum. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's something that sounds like this. And I'm going to I'm going to plug in something that I know will cause this noise. I'm going to unmute the channel and listen to this. That noise right there. Now, let me explain to you what that noise is. OK, for 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 those of you wondering, what did I just now do to. Uh, accomplish uh, it making that noise. I am actually plugging in a cable from my iPad into uh, the mixer. So basically I took a, a, the, the cable that has one eighth inch on one end and it, I basically plugged it into the headphones jack on the iPad. And then on the other end of the cable, I am bringing it into two of the uh, one quarter inch line in ports. And, and this would not happen if I unplug the power source. Now, the thing is, is if I unplug the power source, it goes away. In fact, here it is again. All right. Do you hear anything? Nothing. You don't hear the buzzing noise. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave this channel unmuted and I am going to sit this inside the cradle, which has the power uh, brought to the iPad. There you go. Do you hear the humming? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it in the power source. Now, I'm going to bring this down just a little bit so that uh, you know it doesn't blow your eardrums. I am going to unplug the 1 8 inch adapter from the headphones jack of the iPad. All right, so there you go. If I touch it, you know, if I, if I touch the, uh, the 1 8 inch w- with my hand, I get this little noise right there. So, so it, it's live and ready to go. Now, what I am, what I have in front of me is something that's called a ground loop isolator, and you can you can just go to Amazon.com if you want to, uh, and just type in ground loop isolator. I did not know these things existed. I cannot believe I did not know these things existed. So what I'm going to do is I'm plugging the ground loop isolator, the one that I happen to be looking at right now. By the way, is a pile P Y L E. PLG, that's Paul Linda George, 135T. Or it actually could potentially be PLGI 35T. I'm not sure if it that's an I or a, a, an L or, a L or a 1. Anyway, P, I, th- I think it's PLGI 35T. If I had to guess, that's what I'm going to say it is. Anyway, so what I what the one that I have, and they make different kinds of these. Um, different companies make different kinds. The one that I'm using right now uh, starts out with a one eighth inch stereo male plug, and then it has this little box that has some you know some gadgetry inside there that you know does this ground loop isolation, and then on the other end of the box they have another cable, and it has a female one eighth inch. So what I'm going to do now is I am going to plug the one eighth inch. Well, actually, before I do that, let me plug the let me plug the iPad back in. This is what it sounds like. 
All right. So that's that's bringing the audio directly in from the iPad and then and bringing in to the mixer. So I'm going to unplug that. Now I'm plugging in the ground loop isolator into the headphones jack of the iPad. And now I'm plugging in the cable that was plugged into the iPad directly instead is going into the other end, the female end of the ground loop isolator. And right there, it's all plugged in, it's all unmuted, and I just turned it up as loud as it can be. There is no ground loop noise. And just to show you that it is happening here on my iPad, I'm gonna hit play. It is now I'm getting crystal clear audio from my iPad without that ground loop noise. Now, what how did I deal with this? How how on earth have I lived with this buzzing noise and this issue, not just personally, but as a as a consultant to hundreds of new people launching podcasts? And I'll tell you exactly how I've I've handled this up until this point. Uh, first and foremost, the this doesn't ha- this does not happen all of the time. It it doesn't. This ground loop noise issue does not happen all the time. Um, and what has happened is most of the time, this comes up with people who are bringing in audio from a laptop into their mixing board, and it's usually the power adapter of a laptop that is causing the mo- you know is the biggest culprit. And so what happened is, and this used to happen to me all the time, I would bring in audio from a laptop that's plugged in, you know, the, you know, it's plugged into the AC adapter so that it's charging while I'm, you know, doing all my stuff. And I would get this buzzing noise. However, if I were to unplug the power adapter from the laptop and let the laptop run on battery power, um, then that ground loop noise would go away. It would completely be eliminated. And so one of the workout rounds I did on laptops is make sure that I always had a good charge of my battery and I would therefore then go ahead and and record you know, my show without the laptop plugged in. And of course, for all my clients, if that was their issue, I would recommend that they do the same. Another potential thing that could help, occasionally I would run into somebody who has a laptop that's a little bit older and the battery doesn't last that long, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes at most. And so what what else I learned in those scenarios is oftentimes it is the ground plug that, you know, the the three prongs here in the U.S. anyway, you've got your two prongs uh, right next to each other and the third prong is a little round one at the bottom. That's called your ground plug. And I found that if you take that ground plug off, now I do not recommend you do this, but I've personally, I've done this before and I again, I do not recommend it, but I've taken some pliers and ripped that little thing off and plugged it into the wall and sure enough, I can actually run on battery power or on AC power and as long as the ground plug is not there, then I can I can make the audio come in from my laptop while the it's plugged into AC power and not have the ground loop noise. And instead of, of course, instructing my clients or students uh, in my podcasting A to Z course to to go and break their ground plugs off because I have no idea what danger that actually all entails. Uh, and I'm sure some electrician will will tell you if you ask them. But for for my students, what I say is like, listen, if you want to try this out, then my recommendation is head over to the hardware store for about five bucks. You can buy this little plug where you can plug in your three your three prong plug with the ground on it into this little adapter and on the other on the other end of that adapter it only has the two prongs that plug into the wall and it eliminates or kind of cuts out that ground plug 
And of course, you know, being the type of person I am, I said, now listen, I would only do that while you're actually recording a show. Otherwise, you know, make sure your grounds are all plugged in, right? Yeah, so I got to cover my bases there. So anyway, and that would eliminate this for about 80, 90% of the people. Now, occasionally this app actually happens on uh, desktop computers as well. In fact, I'm ha- I was having this issue just myself uh, since I had my logic board replaced on my iMac. Typically, I would bring in my audio. Uh, I have two different ways of bringing in audio from my iMac. I would bring in audio from the headphones jack of my iMac or the speakers jack in the back of my iMac, and I would bring that in for my audio clips. And then I have a USB sound card to do my mix minus for Skype. All right. And if you want to know what Skype mix minus is and why I do all that stuff, I encourage you to go to G or no podcastanswerman.com slash studio setup. I got a big, huge page there and a video tutorial series that talks all about my gear and how I have everything all hooked up. But anyway, that's podcastanswerman.com slash studio setup. Anyway, so I, I have another USB card that comes in from Skype. And what I noticed is that every time I brought in a live Skype call or the Skype started to access my USB drive, I noticed I started to get that kind of ground loop hum noise uh, from the the cable that was plugged in from my um, speaker jack on the back of the iMac. Uh, and it was the craziest thing. It wasn't there if I'm not on a Skype call, but when I am on a Skype call, it's there. And of course, that's the that's the uh, computer that I was bringing in audio clips. Now, typically when this happens, I suggest getting a second USB sound card. And that's what I had done previously. And I actually had two USB sound cards that were identical and it kind of got confusing. And so I've been kind of just dealing with this for a while. And uh, when I'm on a Skype call, I just turn down the slider on the mixer so that the buzz is not there. And the music that's playing is is so much louder than the buzz that, you know, when I play a clip, I would just turn up the slider and hit play and at the same time. And, and I would be able to play that audio without the buzz or hiss there. And uh, so that's how I had been dealing with it. But this ground loop isolator has completely solved my issues. The same way that it, it took away the buzz or the hum or whatever you want to call that, the ground loop noise out of my iPad when it's plugged into its dock, I used a similar device coming. I, I just plugged in one of these pile uh, systems and I plugged it into the speaker jack of the back of my uh, iMac and then on the female end of that I just plugged it in as normal into my mixing board so now I have completely eliminated the buzz and humming out of all of my stuff coming into my mixing board and this has worked so far for sel- several of my podcasting A to Z clients and by the way I want to thank you give out a, a thank word of thanks to Randy Vandervate who is my podcasting A to Z client who or student who is actually the one who did some uh, further research and found out that this device exists. He found one at Radio Shack for about 19 bucks. I found a bunch of these things, uh, you know, not only with eight one eighth inch ports, but with two RCAs on both ends and all these other things. I, I happen to have a Raptor isolation isolation accessories. It's a GL 15 Raptor ground loop isolator. Uh, with gold RCAs. I've got the pile, which I, I already told you what the model number was. And I happen to have another one here. I haven't yet pulled this one out of the box and tested it, but it's a Stinger RCA noise filter. And it uh, it says that it does ground loop isolator, reduces unwanted noise, 
and retains sound quality. But anyway, I've tried two of these already and they're working great. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'll probably put together uh, a video blog post uh, demonstrating all of this stuff in video eventually. Uh, but I wanted to let you guys know here in the podcast exactly about these ground loop isolators. So for those of you who have been unplugging your your all of your gear and and uh, you know ripping off your ground loop uh, or ground plugs and stuff like that, a ground loop isolator. And and you know what? I even went to my professional, my very professional uh, suppliers for audio. And guess what? You know, I, I said, hey, you know, do you have anything like this? And they're like, oh, no, uh, we, you know, we only deal in professional audio. We don't deal with, you know, typically we don't bring in anything that's consumer grade. And and that's the reason why I've asked about this stuff before. And I never really got uh, a, a reference to go check out this kind of device because this is a very consumer. This ground loop isolator is, is geared towards consumer grade equipment. Uh, bringing th- that into your mix and most I guess in most pr- professional scenarios they don't see bringing in you know audio from a speaker jack of a computer or a laptop or an iPad as a as as a as something that they would typically deal with although I would imagine it's gonna happen more often in professional settings so anyway I'm glad I found these I think my one of my main actually my main supplier I believe is actually going to bring in one of these units that I found that I love so Anyway, I'm glad to have finally learned about ground loop isolators and and I know that there are going to be hundreds of other people out there, if not thousands of people listening to this who are going to be just as excited about the fact that I I went on for the first 17 minutes of this episode talking about it. I'll tell you what, I've got some some of your questions here. Glenn has a question about ID3 tag editing and we're going to go ahead and play that now. Oh, hi, Cliff. It's Glenn Steenson calling from Clinton, Ontario, Canada. And for my podcast, uh, Stewardship Weekly, I purchased the ID3 Tag Editor, and that was based on your recommendation uh, that you made in the A to Z chorus, uh, which, by the way, was a huge help to helping me uh, uh, get started. Uh, So my question is, with the Tag Editor, should I be using both the V2 and the V1 fields uh, and, and use both options, check them both off, or should I only be using the V2 option, which seems to have you know, all the data fields uh, included there, and the V1 seems to have just uh, three or four. Uh, the V2 seems to be a lot more inclusive. So just wondering, do I use both or just the, the more complete V2? All right, thanks. Bye for now. Glenn, great question, and one that hasn't been asked, I don't think, here on Podcast Answer Man ever. Uh, or if it was, it was back in 2006, since the last time I've heard the question asked. And to answer your question, uh, personally, I'm going to tell you what I do. Uh, and by the way, if anybody's interested, I have a, a video tutorial, a free video tutorial on this one at podcastanswerman.com slash tagging, T-A-G-G-I-N-G. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash tagging, where I show off the actual program that I use to tag my own MP3 files, the ID3 tags. And uh, I encourage you to check that out. And uh, anyway... There, there is this version 2 and version 1 of ID3 tags. And back in 2005, 2006, I remember you know, when I did not include the ID3 tags of the version 1 ID3 tags, I would get a couple emails complaining that, you know, hey, I've got this little you know, $25 MP3 playing device that I picked up at Walmart. And for some reason, I drag and drop all your MP3 files that I download from your podcast and it and it and it doesn't actually display them and the reason why is because it's not 
it, it the little MP3 device uh, was designed not to read files to actually you know find and search for files, but it was actually designed to read ID3 tags and specifically version one ID3 tags. And uh, those devices, I suppose, are potentially still out there. Although I will tell you this, that in the last three to four years, I've only been tagging my files with ID3.2 version 2 tags, and that mainly because of the software that I was using before I started using ID3 tag editor, uh, which is the software which you can see at uh, podcastanswerman.com slash tagging. Before I started to use the ID3 tagging software that I'm using now, uh, it really, I mean, I could have I could have gone through all the hoops to add version one t- tags, but it would have been a bunch of extra steps and I would have had a bunch of more clicks. And, and by that time, about three years ago, most every MP3 playing device that relies solely on version one tags, in my opinion, really isn't being used these days. Um, now, I, I say that to say this, you know, sometimes we get into a walled garden and we get so used to the the people that we interact with and the way that we do things, we just assume other people don't still have those old devices and they're using them. Now, the one thing I do know is that in the last three or so years that I've only been tagging with version two ID3 tags, not one single email, and I get a lot of emails, not one single email in the last three years have I ever received that says, I'm sorry, is there any way that you can tag your files so that they'll show up on my little MP3 device. And, and I used to get that email a lot back in 2005, 2006. Have not had one in the last three years. Just not a single one. So I personally have not gone through the the extra step. And, and it's so much easier, by the way, in ID3 Tag Editor, uh, the actual software that I'm using now. I just don't do it. Um, and I don't have a reason for not doing it other than I guess maybe I'm lazy. And that doesn't even make sense because I should just just tell my assistant, hey, why don't you go ahead and throw those same tags over in the to the version one section. But since nobody's ever complained, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will do it, Glenn. Maybe, maybe you'll be the one person who has who has found, helped me find the error in my ways. And since it's easy and it's there, and since it only takes one email for me to say, Hey, Amy, do you mind uh, tagging the version one tags as well? Uh, Might as well throw that in there. And that way, then you're okay. So, Glenn, my suggestion to you and anybody listening, why not tag the version one tags if it's easy and accessible for you to do so? Um, So that's the answer that I'll give. And and I'll try to do my best to remember to send Amy that email. Daryl's in the chat room. He says, Cliff, I told you about ground loop isolators months ago. I don't remember that conversation, Daryl. And for some reason, that doesn't surprise me that I would be told about something and and say, oh, yeah, I'll look into that and don't get around to it. So I really apologize. And I wish I would have known sooner because I love the ground ground loop isolators as well. All right, moving along, we're going over to Randy, who has a question about he's having an issue with the sound of his Heil microphone. Let's find out what this is all about. Hey Cliff, Randy Vandervate here. I had a question on my Heil microphone and I I seem to be getting a little bit of a rattle or a buzz on it and I'm not sure if it's the microphone or maybe it's some electronic feedback coming through, but what I thought I'd do is play it back for you. I'm going to run up the gain here and uh, I'm just going to tap the the shock mount on the outside and you'll hear some, like it sounds like a rattling screen. 
And now I'm going to just run the gain up a little bit here so you can kind of hear that crackling. I'm not sure if it's just some electronic feedback. So anyway, I just had a question about that. I've got nothing else running in the room, no fans, no nothing. And just like to see if that's normal or if there's something perhaps up with this microphone. Thank you. Alrighty, I am very glad to let you know that Randy submitted this to me and uh, it was actually part of the Podcasting A to Z course and he's since had this completely resolved and we, we basically diagnosed and, and know exactly what the issue is here. And uh, the, the reason why he's getting that noise, number one, is because we are using a gate, a compressor limiter gate that is gating out background noise. And so right now, what you guys may not know is I am actually running... Uh, a fan, a matter of fact, I think, yeah, the air conditioner is actually blowing on top of me. And I actually have a fan that's pointed at the right next to my desk and it's pointing right at me. And check this out. When I'm silent, when I'm not talking, do you hear anything? No, of course not, because I'm gating everything. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to unplug my compressor limiter gate and listen to this. All right. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to gain up. All right, now I'm going to talk because I haven't gained up so high. I'm going to be way off the microphone here. <clears throat> but if you listen, you're hearing the air conditioning vent up above me. I also hear a computer fan somewhere in here, and I also hear the fan that's on the other side of the room. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to plug the gate back in. I'm going to leave it gained up this much, and I'm going to plug this in. There you go. Now, here's the thing. Watch what happens. I'm going to leave it gained up really high, and I'm going to do the same thing Randy was doing. Okay, so there you go. So I was able to du- I'm able to duplicate every single thing that Randy just sent to me in that, in that audio feedback. So, so what's going on here is the gate is the, the background noise is there. I mean, the, it's in your studio. I mean, if you have background noise in your studio, which many of us do, <clears throat> but the, 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 the fan blowing in the background, the air, air conditioning unit on, that's all there. The important thing is, is that you don't have your mic gained too high. Like, for example, check this out. I'm going to, I, 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 I've turned my gain back down to where I normally would, and I'm going to tap on my, on my mic. You probably just hear a very tight, tiny bump. You didn't actually hear the big, you know, sound. And the reason why is because my gate is actually set high enough and my gain is set low enough so that, um, it, it, you know, it's not the actual sound of me tapping right there is not so loud that it's bringing, you know, that it's completely opening the gate and letting all the, all the sound come through. So to fix this problem for, for Randy, I said, let's turn, let's take your gain on your, on your microphone, on your Heil. Let's turn it down a little bit. Let's get you speaking a little bit closer to your microphone. Instead of being seven inches away from your microphone with it gained up real high, how about we gain it down, you know, two or three notches and let's get you closer to like three to four inches away from your microphone. And once we do that now, let's, and then let's uh, go ahead and take your, your trigger and let's turn it up one more notch. 
And and what happened is that completely eliminated, you know, that so that when he accidentally touches, you know, just barely touches his shock mount, it doesn't it doesn't pr- provide that sound anymore. And the other thing, of course, is if, you know, w- when you're hearing that, you know, the gain is supposed or the gate is supposed to keep that stuff out. And the other thing is, is it's important trying, you know, not to, you know, tap on your your um, your shock mount. And and instead, I mean, I can move this thing because my what I'm going to do right now is I am going to stop talking and I'm actually going to move my microphone without muting. Now, you shouldn't have heard anything there. All right. I'm going to I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to move my microphone again. All right. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to unplug my gate again. All right, so my gate is unplugged. Now I'm going to stop talking and move my microphone. Now, for those of you who have headphones, you just heard me moving my microphone around. All right, and and you're probably also hearing breathing noises. So what I'm check this out. I'm going to breathe normally, right, like this, and I'm not going to stop breathing just like this until you hear me talking again. Again, but I'm going to show you how the the gate is even gating out some of my breathing noises. So there you go. So the gate the gate actually works really well in getting out some of those noises and stuff. So anyway, that helped out um, Rand, uh, yeah, Randy's question there about his Heil microphone. The, no, there's nothing wrong with your microphone. You just got a lot of external noise happening in the studio. That's the, and when you're moving, you know, when you're moving things around, then what happened was um, your break, the gate is opening up, letting that background noise come in. And therefore, that was causing the sound and the issues that you're having there. All right. So uh, let's see here. Moving along, we have uh, we talked about ground loop isolators. We talked about Glenn's ID3 tag question. Randy's question about the Heil we talked about. I want to actually give you some highlights of uh, some new podcasts that have recently launched as a result of the podcasting A to Z course. I kind of want to show off some of these. And uh, just to play, I'm I'm just going to play maybe the first minute or two of each of these podcasts just to give you an idea of some of the things that are being created. The first one here is, uh, I think it's Jim Kerwin, and this is kernelsofwheat.com. And I'm going to click play and let you have a listen to see what this sounds like. Ah, you made it. Welcome and come on in. You found it. The Kernels of Wheat Bible Teaching Podcast. We've been praying you'd come, and I've been expecting you. I'm going to label this as episode zero and call it, um, oh, on your mark, get set, for reasons I'll explain in a minute. I'm Jim Kerwin, and I'll be the regular Bible teacher for our weekly Kernels of Wheat podcast. Since that makes me the host, that also makes me responsible for hospitality. So come on back to the kitchen with me. Over there on the counter, you'll find coffee and tea the Irish breakfast tea is especially good with a shot of milk in it. That's my favorite. Anyway, so there you go. That's Jim Kerwin. You can check that out at kernelsofwheat.com. I absolutely love the sound. I love that he you know, went through and did something special. He says he's not going to do that every single episode, but since it was the beginning episode, he wanted to kind of do that very warm welcome and and interesting stuff. So uh, very, very interesting. I know that I published that out on my Twitter feed and Facebook and all that stuff. And he's already got some new subscribers out there. So uh, or at least I think he's I think he's actually submitting his feeds uh, 
today or tomorrow, and he will have subscribers. But I know some people who are already very interested in his uh, Bible study podcast. All right, so the next one uh, is actually Dr. Saram Khalsa. Uh, that's K-H-A-L-S-A, I believe, Dr. Saram Khalsa. You can find him at Ask Dr. Saram. That's A-S-K-D-R-S-O-R-A-M, AskDrSaram.com. And here's his uh first attempt and by the way he's he's since worked out the issue with uh the audio levels in his intro uh and and he'll you'll notice that in his next episode but uh still this wasn't too bad for his first shot at it so have a listen welcome to ask dr saram a podcast about integrative medicine and your health and now here is dr saram khalsa Welcome, everybody. This is Dr. Saram Khalsa, and I'm so happy to be with you today on my first, very first podcast. As many of you know, who are my patients or friends who have been following me on my website, drsaram.com. Anyway, so there's Dr. Saram. You can find that at askdrsaram.com. That's again, that's dr. S-O-R-A-M dot com. Ask Dr. Saram. And by the way, his show is about integrative medicine and including all the different medical disciplines that are out there. And it's his approach to uh, his his practice of medicine. And he's got a medical practice of his own, a private medical practice in Beverly Hills, California. So AskDrSaram.com is a place I'd encourage you to go check out. All right, so next up is uh, Randy Vandervate, and you can find this next podcast at turfgrasspodcast.com. And let's play this one. Welcome, everyone. Randy Vandervate with Turfgrass Podcast, a podcast specifically for turf grass professionals in the golf course industry, where we're going to talk about things that are very important to you, such as how to advance your career, how to expand your knowledge through the most recent trends and research, and how to save you and your club money, and ultimately, how to take you and your career to the next level. I love it when my students start taking their stuff to the next level. It, 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 it came out and it's, it's, it's actually in several of my students first podcast. They're using that term, the next level, which is fine. I don't copyright the next level. Uh, so anyway, it's, it's awesome. And, and so check that out. Turfgrasspodcast.com. Another example of a student. And by the way, two different things here that have happened in the chat room since I've been uh, recording. Daryl says, no problem, Cliff. You were in the middle of your sh- live show Thursday when he told me about the, uh, ground loop isolator so so at least i don't feel bad I, I thought maybe he had shared it in an email or in a phone conversation and i just wasn't paying attention and that would i would feel really bad about but knowing that he told me about it in you know while i was recording shows one day then that makes a lot of sense why it would slip my mind but again daryl I, I i really wish i would have known and and i would have actually seen it sooner all right next one prolific living.com prolific living.com i'm i'm going to admit to you that i had an oftentimes i had a hard time spelling prolific i thought it was prolific th so it's p-r-o-l-i-f as in frank i see prolific living.com let's listen to farnoosh brock listening 
to the Daily Interaction Podcast, a part of Prolific Living Media, where we talk about all the social exchanges in your world and help you to be effective and understood. Join us each week as we learn how to take our communication to the next level. Hello and welcome to the Daily Interaction Podcast, episode number two. My so there you go. That's Farnoosh Brock. You should check that podcast out over at prolificliving.com. And uh, she has a great podcast and it's about how to communicate better, how to, to communicate more effectively in your daily interactions. In fact, the name of her podcast is called The Daily Interaction and you can find that one in iTunes as well. Matter of fact, most of these can already be found in iTunes and we're not even, we haven't even wrapped up the A to Z course for this time. And so many of these podcasts are already launched. I'm so excited about it. Let me tell you. All right. The next one here is, oh my goodness. Um, is this one Carrie? I believe, let, let me let me play it and I'll let you know. This is Life Tree. TV. Do you want to live at a higher level? It's time to celebrate your expertise with Nathan Eckel on this the Light Tree Group Radio Show. Whether you want to strike out on your own or add more income besides your day job, you can celebrate your expertise to live at a higher level. Now here's your host, Nathan Eckel. Hi everyone, welcome to our inaugural episode of the Life Tree Radio Show. My name is Nathan Eckel and I am your host. And uh, the Life Tree Radio Show is all about expertise. It's about helping ourselves identify, celebrate, document, and then monetize our areas of expertise. If that sounds interesting to you, you should check out lifetree.tv. And again, that's Nathan Eccles. And I apologize to Nathan for, for not associating that. It's, uh, it's kind of off the screen there. So, uh, and then of course, the next one is the Consider the Sequels podcast. This is at ctspodcast.com. Here's, a, here's another example of another student. Episode 13 of the Considering the Sequels podcast is sponsored by heftelstudios.com. Hi, and welcome to the Considering the Sequels podcast, where we pull back the curtain on cinematic dead horse beating by examining movie franchises, which means that this is a podcast about movie sequels and whether they suck. And so, so this is uh, episode 13 for June 2011, and we are celebrating one year of podcasting for this show. And to celebrate, um, basically, we've tried to improve our sound, update our logo, and we've launched a new website. And uh, we made sure that Andy took his medication this evening as well. So that's always good. And then we are going to be reviewing the uh, Harry Potter uh, movies, the first four installments. And then we'll be covering the remainder of the films in uh, July for that. So I'm your host, Jason Piles, recording from Carl's Rec Room in Provo, Utah. And with me are... Carl Huddleston in Provo. Andy Howell, also in Provo, but not in Carl's Rec Room. Yeah, Andy's actually like, what is it, five houses down the street? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I could hold my breath and run to Carl's house. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That is uh, CTS, CTS, consider the sequels, podcast.com. There you go. So check that out if you're interested, especially their uh, their review of all the Harry Potter movies. If you are interested in Harry Potter and 
want to hear how they're considering those sequels, uh, then go check it out, ctspodcast.com. So my friends, I just wanted to say this is um, this is what's going on. You know, these are, you know, obviously um, Jason Piles, the last one I played there, he's relaunched his show. He's he's He needed some help in uh, kind of just completely giving a new birth to his approach to the podcast and and it's a different it's a massive night and day difference between what he had before and what he's got now so i'm very excited about that all the other podcasts brand new podcast just now launching got a bunch more launching this week all of this is the result of the podcasting a to z course and uh you can check it out at podcasting a to z.com got a, a very quick and important announcement here. I had mentioned previously that the next course is going to start the first Monday in September. And I want to let you know that actually it's going to start uh, Monday, September 12th. So I have pushed back the start of our next um, session uh, by one week. So Monday, September 12th is the next course. And I also want to let you know that uh, moving forward, Podcasting A to Z is going to be a four-week intensive online study course. And instead of five weeks, it is going to be four weeks. But trust me, that's going to be okay because I'm going to even give a little bit more extra value in and some personalized help uh, along the way during those four weeks. And what I've noticed is that um, as I've gotten into this, now that I've done it three times, I'm noticing that there had been a lot, a lot more, both in the May and the July course of people who are launching their shows successfully uh, by the end of the fourth week. And um, so, yeah, that's what I plan on doing. Uh, it is going and, and I and I plan on adding a little extra value there because I am taking one week out of the course. But at the same time, I'm going to be adding a lot of extra value. So podcasting A to Z, if you are looking to start a podcast, and Serena has a question about affiliates. So check this out. Hi, this is Serena Travis, and I have a question for the podcast Answer Man show. Hi, Cliff, and thank you so much for the content that you provide. It has been very instrumental in helping me build my my podcast, which is Good Morning Scott Valley. It's a particular niche show just for a small valley in Northern California, and it provides calendar weather, sports, and celebrations for an area that doesn't have uh, a specific local newspaper anymore. And so this has been very helpful for the local people. At any rate, I was hoping to educate my community on podcasting, and I definitely refer to your podcast and the services that you provide, and such as evaluating your podcast, which is one I found very helpful. But what I was hoping was that there would be some sort of affiliate link that I could use in, in order to promote your product, that there would be some small kickback for doing that. I didn't know if you had an affiliate program or if that's something that you plan to do in the future. Thanks again and God bless. All right, Serena, thank you so much. Uh, it has been something, you know, these all these video tutorials, they're currently, you can find them at podcastanswerman.com slash products is the real page uh, or podcastanswerman.com slash help will, is an easier one to kind of remember and it'll get you to that page. And after this A to Z course wraps up this week, I'm going to start working on some massive notes that I got from a good friend of mine who's, who's really helped me think about how to better promote my products and services that are on my site already. Uh, and, and I plan on start implementing a bunch of stuff, uh, just working, uh, basically dedicating two to three days of just updating pages on my sites and, and really clearly making things a lot better. Um, 
And and so I just have all these things on my to-do list about the current video tutorials that I have. And actually, it was my it was on my wish list for the first quarter of 2011 to officially launch my affiliate program for all of those video tutorials that I have on my site. Have not done it yet. And to be honest with you, I don't. If if anything, it's probably been moved to the final quarter of 2011. But I do have an affiliate program that is active. It is available right now, and it really is the best value that I have. And it is for podcasting A to Z. And so let me explain to you what would happen. Basically, what I would do if you are interested and you feel like you can get some people to sign up for the podcasting A to Z online training course, uh, the cost is $899 currently. And I do stress the word currently. And and I I think it probably will stay around that price point. Uh, But it's $899. And what would happen is if you become an affiliate for this, what I will do is I will provide you a discount code for you to give to your community, to your audience. And you would basically what you could do is you could talk about it in your podcast. You can talk about it on your blogs. You can go to meetings and talk about it to people. And simply what you would do is say, hey, you just need to go to podcasting a to z.com. And that doesn't matter if you use a t o z or a the number 2z it'll go there podcasting a to z.com just link them to podcasting a to z.com and ask them to make sure that they use your discount code in the shopping cart it will give them $99 off of the cost of the course if someone uses your discount code i get a i i get trust me i know because somebody pays $800 and i go to see whose discount code was used If somebody uses your discount code for each person that does, I will pay you a $150 commission. And I was very happy to um, pay out $450 in commissions to people for referring people to this July A to Z course that I'm just wrapping up. Which, by the way, there is a certain somebody with the initials DD in our chat room right now, and you know who you are. I have a check right up here on my whiteboard It is because it's magnetic and uh, it is a check written out to D.D. Only his, it's got his full name in there and I just need an address to send that check to. So uh, you know who you are in the chat room. Please send me an email today with your address and uh, I will put that in an envelope tomorrow and mail it out to you. Uh, so anyway. I'm sure that he'll be happy to have. <laughs> I love it. Robert Johnson puts in his address. That's great. Uh, so there you go. That's my that's my question or my answer to your question, Serena. Yes, I do have one affiliate program. It is for the thing that I that I am focused on the most right now, which is my online group training series called Podcasting A to Z. And if anybody listening to this podcast is interested in promoting my podcasting A to Z course. Email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. Again, that's cliff at podcastanswerman.com. And just put affiliate program in the subject line. And I'll, I'll see it. I'll set you up a discount code. And you can begin promoting that program. All right. So, my friends, there you go. Again, I apologize for not being here last week with an episode. I, I, I promise to try to not let that happen again. I am not putting Podcast Answer Man back on the live show schedule. It is not happening. Uh, but 
you know, if worse comes to worse and I get to Thursday and I haven't recorded the show yet, then I may actually end up recording this thing live like I did today. But I thank you and appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't done so already, check out podcastinga-to-z.com for yourself. And uh, if you need a discount code uh, and you want that $99 discount yourself, then use my discount code, which I think I need to just give you a discount code. How about um, Podcast Answer Man? No, PAM. That'll be my code. I, I need to go add it right now. So if you want, if you're, if you're, if you're signing up for the course because of me, use the promo promo code PAM, standing for Podcast Answer Man, and that'll get you ninety nine dollars off of the A to Z course with my promo code, discount code, whatever. Anyway. Thank you, guys. Love each and every one of you. I love seeing all the podcasts that are launched out there. Hey, in the, in the chat room, just as I was recording here today, uh, Jeep in Idaho is the username in the chat room. He says, hey, I wanted to say thanks, Cliff, for your show. You motivated me to launch my own podcast. I've only recorded two episodes so far, but I'm in a good rhythm and building momentum. Thanks for the motivation. And he says it's over at, it's the 4x4 podcast. So it's the 4x4podcast.com, but it's the, T-H-E, 4x4podcast.com. So there you go. Somebody just listening, inspired, and motivated to get something going. And uh, looking at the site, it looks like he's got his audio player there and can hit play here. Yeah, plays right away. Looking good. Two episodes online. If you're a 4x4 enthusiast, check it out. The4x4podcast.com. Folks, thank you for tuning in. I will be back next week helping you to take your show and hopefully even my own to the next level. 